Amen. I'm leaning on you. How many of you are leaning and depending on the Lord? Amen. Uh, during these times, we've got to lean and depend on the Lord. Amen. I didn't have a title. My wife called me. I said, we've got to be focused. Amen. Uh, nothing changed because circumstances changed. Amen. I want to pray before I get started. <laughs> I will forget my supposed to sometimes. Father God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you for our pastors and our leaders. We ask that you bless them in their absence, oh God. And Lord, we just ask that you bless each and every one under the sound of my voice. All the pastors, leaders, teachers, our children, our spouses, oh God. Those that are laboring to keep us on live. And Lord, we ask that you bless those that are watching live right now, God. We, Lord, we just ask that you move self out the way, Lord, that we'll be able to speak of the oracles of you. Oh, God, help us to hear what your spirit is saying to the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, as I was saying, um, focus. You know, the beginning of the year, everybody was on fire. New year, new decade. And uh, the Lord just reminded me uh, on Monday, he said, we got to keep the focus, you know, and, and the focus, we can't get off on distraction. And a lot of these things we may view as distraction, but God was showing me that he's healing us. You know, um, if you have a splinter in your foot or in your hand, it's going to nag you until you either go to the doctor and have it lanced or yourself heat up a pen, do like the old mothers used to do and they pick it out, then you'll get some relief. Amen? And so that's what God is doing to us this year. The scripture came to mind uh, when I got home, your ways are not my ways, and your thoughts are not my thoughts. Amen? Um, I don't remember hearing anybody talk about to the degree of what's going on now. And I, I told my wife, God was a relevant Jesus. He always dealt with whatever issues or something at hand, and he gave a parable. And so what I believe God was showing me coming into this year, and for those of you that heard Monday, the pastor asked me to speak kind of along those lines again, was dealing with cataracts, and I think you've heard me say that before. Uh, that we had some gentlemen, my father too, that had that surgery. And when you had that surgery done, you have to wear these dark glasses. So this period of time that we're going through represents that darkness. You're being healed, but you got to follow protocol. And our protocol as ministers, as people, and as children of God is to continue to obey God. No matter what it looks like, we're not siding with nobody. It's either God's way or the highway, God's way or no way. And I like this song. I like the one Justin was just uh, singing. We got to lean on the Lord. You know, I, I grew up as a Baptist, and what they love to say, we leaning and depending on the Lord. That's what we have to do. That don't change. Truth never goes away. We're going to have to lean and depend on the Lord, and we're going to say like never before. 
Amen. We're going to have to lean in on prayer. We're going to have to lean in on hearing and listening. And I'm going to try not to get too far ahead of myself. But I want to repeat again uh, a couple of things. It said that the year 2020, you know, in the natural means perfect vision of what people believe is perfect vision. But according to the Greek calendar, the number 80 is symbolic to mouth. Um, pie, the symbol, P-E-Y. The symbol of mouth means to say something. So what are we saying right now? Are, are we starting fires? Are we making wars? Or, or what are we doing? When we leave something or when we hear something, how do we speak? The Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. So we speak life over our president. We speak life over our governors. You know, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I'm going to say it again. But we got to learn how to speak life. Speak truth. Pray. We got to do it all. If uh, Brother McRae was up here, he'd be praying about 20 minutes. And most of you know the scripture by now. I've been knowing it for about, I think, at least 20 years. You're going to put on the whole armor of God. That's, we at war. And we're at war with the dark forces. And I, last night I was thinking about Predator. I was thinking about one of those movies by Scooby-Doo. And what it is, when things get so toxic, like it is now, it's conducive for those invading forces, those evil forces that want to take root. And that's why it's our job, not just uh, Pastor Senior Jerry, uh, not just pastor cricket, but that's all of our jobs. It's time for each one of us to hold up our corner or our weight. And so we're going to have to pray like never before. Amen. Say something. Uh, young gives insight, but it's the pie, the mouth that gives expression. Um, Brother Kenneth, was back there in prayer, and I told him I've seen three snakes. I've seen an anaconda, I saw a python, and then the last one I saw a cobra, which last year says the word was beware the snake. And so we started praying, and then some things happened, and Pastor Cricket told me, he said, usually when we begin to see snake, I'm not going to go off into what, what it was, but usually it means something not good. Amen. And so God is going to give us insight. And sometimes we fail to tell our brothers and sisters what we see. And in that case, sometimes I didn't tell them, pastor, what I was seeing. But anyway, pie means mouth that gives pie, that gives insight. It gives expression, expression. Wisdom is the key. And so the Bible teaches us that out of all of our getting. Get an understanding. And so the only way we're going to do that, we got to catch up with God. Lord, what is going on right here? This is a Kairos moment. You know, anything like what we're witnessing, I hate to sound like a broken record. When everything is shut down, that's a sign. Amen. A sure enough sign. We may not understand everything, but it's time for us to begin to pray and ask God, what is going on? What do we need to do? Amen. And so I'm going to go to the scripture. Uh, Psalms 119, um, because we don't want to be blind. And as I was saying, 
about the cataracts, things that can impair your vision. I want to read something to you that I read to people that was listening Monday. Um, I don't know how many of y'all was. Uh, in the natural, there was a group called uh, the GAP, and then there's another group called Vision 2020. This group was established years ago, and their ultimate goal was by 2020 that it wouldn't be so many people blind. But I'm going to read to you what their goal, some of their goals was. The long-term goal for the GAP and the Vision 2020 remained the same, to rid the world of avoidable blindness. Pay attention to that word, avoidable. And visual impairment. It is a shocking fact that in the 21st century, there are still some 285 million visual impaired and blind persons that 80% of these cases could have been prevented if treated. So God showed me everything in the natural is a parallel to the spirit. Amen. There are a lot of blindness that we may or did have up until this point that God has pulled the wool off and said, you can't walk in blindness no more. You can't walk by this no more. Amen. I'm shedding light. And anytime Jesus shed light on something, uh, it's for healing. It's for restoration. It doesn't mean death. It means it's time to get it right. Amen. Jesus said, if I had not come, then they would have an excuse. But now that I came, they have no cloak for their sin. Okay, we're at a crossroad. And everybody know what a crossroad is. Do I go right or do I go left? In the natural, I have to have my wife way before this GPS and TomTom. She can remember how to get in, how to get out. Everything looks the same to me. So if I get to the crossroad, I'm just going to guess and go. I get too far, I turn around. Amen? And that's what a lot of us been doing, but we don't have to do that if we follow the leading and the unction of the Holy One. Amen? Uh, let's go to Psalms 119. Verse 33, I believe it's imperative that we do this now like never before. Ask the Lord to teach me, guide me, help me. That song said, leaning and depending on God. Amen. Uh, verse 33, teach me, O Lord, thy way and thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. This is King David, and uh, what it was, he was teaching his son Solomon about the alphabet, but he was teaching him all about uh, the Word of God, why he did that. Amen? So what does statues mean? Let me see. I wrote that down for you. I wrote down. Excuse me one moment. I said I wrote it down, but I don't see it. Statues. God's statues consist of regulation for... His people, individually and collectively. You know, we quote the scripture, uh, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. You know, exhort them to come as that day approaching. You know, we know that there is a judgment day coming. So he said we need to provoke one another in love to come to the house of God. And so David, a lot of times, he's saying here, Lord, help me, teach me, guide me. That's what we have to do because too long we've held on to grandma idea, daddy idea, and a lot of times they wasn't getting it right. 
Um, I think we were watching that show Helen one night. This is what we've done a lot of times. They put the earphones over these people's ears, and they was to tell what Helen said to this one, to that one, it'd be four or five people. By the time it got to the fifth one, it was nowhere near. Even the first one got it wrong. So what we have to do is go to the source. God made us. He created us. And he created us to have vision and insight. He said, I'll give it to you. Pastors, I've given to you apostles, I've given to you prophets, I've given to you evangelists, I've given you helps. Amen. So if we don't know, we got somebody that we can ask. Isn't that what the world does? You know, if they don't know what's wrong with them, first they go to the clinic. Uh, they might go to their doctor. And if it's bad enough that they can't get to their doctor, where do they go? To the emergency room. Things are bad. It looks bad anyway. We go to the emergency room, and we have hope. Amen? And our hope is in the Lord. Amen. I don't know how I keep getting over there. But uh, <laughs> let's read on. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yeah, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in thy path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. We got to delight in the law of the Lord. We got to delight in his word. I was talking with a, uh, a lady today, and she said, I felt so bad, I just had to turn the TV off. Why? Because everything is about this group, that group, there, there's nothing good. They're, they're not saying how well somebody may be doing. It's about bad. They're prophesizing. Listen. They're prophesizing about a second way. They're prophesizing how bad things are going to get. What should we do? I speak live. I call down those dead seas. I, I, I hinder that. I command it to dissipate, to dry up, fall to the ground, helpless. You know, whatever God give you, that's what I say. You're a lie. No, devil, ain't nothing coming to this house. We under the blood of Jesus. Amen. No, uh, I don't have to be depressed. And we don't want to be no depressed Christians, you know, sad Christians because of all of these different things. We can be like David. See, when you read these, this Bible, David wasn't always in a good place. He wasn't always in a happy place. But he decided that I'm going to listen to the Lord. I'm going to cry out to the Lord. I'm going to depend on the Lord. Amen. As the son said, we're going to lean on the Lord. Amen. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covenants. Turn away my eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thy men thy way. Amen. Lord, t turn my eyes. Help me. Help me to focus on you. Amen. And that's what we want to talk about tonight is really focusing on what God said and not walking into spiritual blindness. Amen. I have a few scriptures that I want them to pull up and then we'll, we'll carry on. I think, is it John 5, 14? I'm going to read King. Okay. Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and said, is that the one we want? 
I'm sorry. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2.14. Okay. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it. But only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. In other words, our focus is zeroing in on God. Amen. The people of the world can't understand this because they haven't accepted God. And, and a lot of people, and I hate to say it, but uh, I have to say it, there's a lot of people in church that really don't believe in God. We're coming out of religious acts. But God's saying, you can't understand these things. Amen. Unless you've been born again. Okay, go to the next one. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. I'm about to read my translation. I believe it's uh, 2 Corinthians 2.15. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but consider them foolishness and cannot understand them because they not discern only through the Spirit. Okay. Let's go to Matthew 15 and 14. So ignore them. This is Jesus talking. They are blind guides leading the blind. And if one blind person guides another, they will both fall into a ditch. You know, our problem is there's a lot of blind leaders out there. And we must pray that God will equip our government, our city officials, our mayors, that we'll start having godly people in place. The blind can't lead the blind for they're both shall fall in the ditch. Amen? And we don't want to be blind. We want to be people and children of God that is focused on God and know what he's saying. Amen? Okay. Is that one more scripture? Did I give you 1 John 2.11? But anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. Amen. You know, there's so many people right now that are blind. We saw something. My son showed me something that happened the other day uptown. I didn't know they was having a meeting. And I was amazed and my heart hurt it. I tried to cry. You know, I felt like crying on the inside. Um, to see that kind of hate. You know, you hate somebody because of the, who they are. You hate somebody uh, for the color of their skin. And as uh, Pastor Justin was saying a while ago, I don't know what kind of heaven you're looking at. That heaven don't exist. He said, how can you love me? This is God talking, not Brother Marie. How can you love me whom you never seen? And hate your brother who you see every day. 
Amen. That's why he's exposed everybody. And I shared with you that was a lot of ministers. God started dealing with me. I've been preaching since I was 21. But a lot of those ministers hurt me because uh, beginning a few years ago, God showed me their heart. He showed me that they was racist. He showed me I'm listening to them breathing threats. Sunday after Sunday, your focus should be on souls. What are you doing focusing? Uh, I can't talk about uh, President Donald Trump every Sunday I get up here. That ain't what you come for. You come to hear a word from God. I don't know if you're having husband problems. I don't know if you're having wife problems, children problems, body problems. But you come to hear a word from God. And so anytime that I deviate from souls. He that winneth souls is wise. That's what the word said. So when my focus is just on the president, when my focus is just on the Democrats, when my focus is just on a Republican or this or that, all of these new civil rights groups they're coming up with, I'm missing the mark because my focus is going to be on God. But I will correct you if you're wrong. God give us that right and authority. Amen. Because we're not the children of darkness. We're the children of light. And so because we're the children of light, we don't have to walk in blindness no more. Amen. And, and, and that's what he says in Second Thessalonians. We're not the children of darkness. We're the children of light and we ought to be able to see and we ought to be able to speak truth. And I, I, whether you like it or not, if it offends you or not, they said the truth hurt. Jesus said he that doesn't offend in words is a perfect man. And we know I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. So, hey, if you get offended because you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, if you're right, we're going to congratulate you. Yeah, you're right. I believe I need to try that, brother. You know, but if you're wrong, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Amen. Um, blindness. It said that 80% of it could have been prevented. And I believe it was Ray Charles, I believe it was, that when they come up with something new, he chose to stay blind. How many people do we have staying blind in the church? How many people, like that picture brother, uh, Pastor Jerry had up there with all of those hands. How in the world can you think this person or that person any more or any greater when we all got the same hands? When God is our creator, when he's our maker, you know, I don't understand how you read that Bible. But Paul said it like this. Those that are blind is because they want to be, you know. And then Jesus went on when he was talking to his disciples. Are you blind? Are your ears dull of hearing? I mean, I'm just speaking simple. A, B, C, D, F, G. Can you not hear what I'm saying? Amen. So we don't want to be blind. Amen. We want to make a difference. But listen to what um, God gave me a few weeks ago. We was outside. And as I began to look up, I saw a huge trumpet in the spirit. And the Lord reminded me of that. And he brought it back to me. It's in Isaiah 58 and 1. It means to cry aloud, to spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. So if I had a chance and I speak colors and I saw that little black boy showing his tail, doing that in front of that white gentleman, I'd have corrected him. 
He'd have got mad. So I'm not the type to just say this about a white person or Mexican. No, if you're wrong, you're wrong, no matter what color you are. Amen. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. But he said, lift up that voice like a trumpet. Cry aloud and spare not. Amen. And show my people their transgression in the house of Jacob their sin. Amen. Should not we, the church, want to get rid of all the blindness, whether I was born that way or if it's my own fault? Sometimes we hinder ourselves. And I remember my home pastor, he used to always say, self is the biggest enemy. We keep wanting to blame everybody else for everything that is happening. But sometimes it is ourself. That has created our own blindness. Amen. But it says, this is why David is telling us, teach me, O Lord. Amen. Teach me the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding. See, a lot of times we want our wife corrected, our husband corrected, our brother. You know, have y'all ever been around them kind of church folks? They want to correct everybody, but sometimes I need corrected. And so listen to what David said in Psalm 55 creating me. Oh Lord, a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Because if we're not careful, guess what? Satan want to suck us in. Suck us in. Suck us in. And before we know it, we over here with Justin. Now we over here with Miss Doris. Well, I'm over here because I like Kenna. You, you might be liking the wrong person. You need to be with the one that's on the side of God. Amen. But it says, um, excuse me. He said, incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covenants. Truth, I mean, verse 37, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Verse 38, establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach which I fear, for thy judgments are good. There were certain places where David said, before I was afflicted, I was away from God. Right now, what we're going through, this is testing time. This is a time where... Somebody going to have to call a solemn fast. I was reading, we need to fast. We need to pray. We, we keep going on hunky-dory. Oh, it's a quick fix. This ain't like your spare tire. This ain't like changing spark plugs or going in there and let them hook it up to the computer. This is where we're going to have to go to the source. We're going to have to go to God. Lord, what do we do? How do we pray? How long will we be in this situation? Lord, what do we need to do? Because when you study your Bible, whenever there's worldwide pestilence, whenever locusts and stuff like that is involved, God is on the scene. Amen. God is on the scene. This ain't about nobody else, but people need to get rid of sin, get rid of our comfortableness, we've got comfortable in the mess that we're in. We've gotten so comfortable that we tell people what to preach, how to preach. We keep worrying about offending and this and that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. When they told me I had to take chemo, they said, you got to start now. I've told y'all that. They didn't ask me a word. They said, you got to start now, and we're going to start dealing with it aggressively. They didn't care how I felt. I went to work. My legs were weak. All of these things, but it was still to save my life. Some of these people 
whether it's me, you, or whoever it is, sometimes we're going to have to be corrected. And however it is, whatever word is spoken, we just have to live and deal with it. You know what? Because if we love God, we want to be corrected. If we love God, we want to make it in. If we love God, we want to tell somebody else, you know, hey, you don't have to do that. You don't have to stay like that. Man, you got to cry out to Lord. Amen. That's what David did. That's what I've done. That's what everybody has to do. You're going to have to cry out to the Lord. He said, let thy mercies come also upon me. O oh Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. And I, I circle. I'm going to show you this one of my old Bibles. A lot of time I was just circling. Whenever I go to seeing a word all the time, you know what they tell us in school? When you see a word all the time, you need to circle it because you're going to be, every time you look around, David said, your word. He didn't say what his daddy taught him, his grandpa Jesse. No, Jesse was his dad. You know, he didn't go on off into this. He was just saying, that word. That's what we got to get. Lord, I, I want your word more than food. I desire your word more than food. I desire your word more than ice cream, whatever it is. We're going to have to get to a place where we desire his word more than shopping. You know, whatever it is. We need your word, Lord. It says, so shall I have, verse 42, so shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproaches me, for I trust in thy word. Amen. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I hoped in thy judgments. Amen. Let's see what judgment meant here. God's judgments are his verdicts as divine regarding the action of people with one another. Amen. God has his own judgment. So shall I keep thy law continually forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty for, for I seek thy precepts. What does precepts mean? I'm glad you asked. Amen. God's precepts involve detailed instructions from the Lord. Amen. And in the New Testament, we had the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit come to lead and guide us into all truth. Amen. Thank you. The Holy Spirit is to lead and guide us to bring things back into remembrance. And that's what David is saying to the Lord. Bring back everything to me. Help me to have respect unto thy ways. Amen. He said, for I hoped in thy judgment, so shall I keep thy law continuously forever and ever. Verse 45 again. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts. I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings, and will not be ashamed. You know, this reminds me of, uh, of uh, Apostle Paul. He never changed. He said, that was a great light shone from heaven. And I heard the voice only, and it knocked me down to the ground. Then I went down to a street called Straight Street, and there was prophet Ananias and he talked to me and the scales fell from my eyes the scales are falling from my eyes I hope uh, Pastor Kersey and Sister Kersey don't mind when, when my wife and I told him about it when my wife showed me that video and then I was sweating harder than this and she walked up and hugged me I said oh, God you did a great work 
You know, that's how we all supposed to be. God did a work in them. I'm not just pointing them out, but you could feel the love. You could feel this. You could feel that God did something. We all have something that we have to work on. If I find out I'm a thief today when I get past stealing, because Paul said we put on and pull off daily. So today I'm not stealing. Tomorrow I might find out I got a lying spirit. I just been joking, brother. No, you've been lying. <laughs> you know, you've been telling a lie. <laughs> and then I get past that, then I might have the wrong attitude. You know, if don't nobody go with my idea, then I got sour grapes. We always developing. We're, we'll never be perfect here. But Jesus said we must strive. And so Paul said when he went there, the scales fell off his eyes. And people give Paul a bad rap. But he was uh, working and he was praying and he thought he was right. But God took what he was and who he was and told him, you're going to work for me. You're gonna, it's Jesus that you've been persecuted. And then from that point on, and so right now, those that have eyes and want to see, just like Paul, the scales will fall from your eyes. There's all types of blindness, whether it's natural or spiritual, amen? We don't want to be blind no more. We don't want to turn a deaf ear anymore. We want to get it right because God is loving us enough to give us an opportunity to get it right, to be healed of our dilemma, amen? Now listen to what he says. Uh, verse 47, I will delight myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will I lift unto thy commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes. Amen. This is a place where we're at. Lord, we just want to get our people and ourselves out of spiritual blindness and the world out of natural and spiritual blindness. Amen. This is what we want to do. We want to just begin to meditate and to pray, Lord, help me on my jobs. Help me at the grocery store. Help me when I walk by the way. See, I just believe. See my shadow? Can y'all see that? I'm only five foot six. Man, I'd be something if I was that shadow. That shadow is probably about eight foot two. I'm just guessing. Eight foot two. The Bible said that when they walked by, people were healed. We want to be so in tune with God that no matter who it is or what race it is, that we can begin to cause change. Amen. If we walk up there by the courthouse and they're having a meeting, that there will be such a presence of God upon us. That's that's got to be our prayer. And then if we allow or we get the opportunity to speak, that that the Holy Spirit will be coming up out of us and not self. And then it'll be like the Bible said, what must I do to be saved? Because that's what's needing to be happened. We got a lot of unsaved folks that are raising a bunch of hell, you know. We need to get it right. I'm not belittling anything. We need to get it right. But there's a way to do everything. Yelling at each other, cutting each other, shooting each other, that won't solve anything. That's just breeding more violence. But we want to do it God's way. And the only way we can do that is be back focused on what he said this year is. And this is the year of saying something. Amen. So I'm going to ask that you stand with me. And I just want to say a few words and pray. Am I over my time? Yeah, I am. Father God, we speak life over this, uh, over Union County, 
over our state, over our country. We speak lie. Holy Spirit, we just ask now that you invade us, that we will be in good, good ambassadors for Christ, that you will anoint us for that hour, that moment, that time, that minute, whatever it is, oh God, that we won't be ashamed, we won't be fearful to tell whether it's our own mother, father, our boss, whoever it is that you're wrong, you need to repent and get it right. We love you, but you're in error. Father God, we just thank you that you're raising your people up to be bold for you just as the disciples were bold and Lord we just loose your spirit upon them that your anointing Lord you said this is the year to speak in wisdom or either to close our mouth so those that may speak out of self we ask just as Job said that they'll put their hand over their mouth that if they can't say what you say or can't say nothing good that we'll just keep our mouth closed till we can say what you have us to say and Lord I speak to all the men and women in here that you've called priests and prophets and teachers, evangelists. We speak life over them. We bind any spirit of sickness from over the people of this house and our children, our family. We speak life. We say COVID-19 cannot run rapidly in the house of victory here, Camden, Gulf Shores, Pine Bluff, or anywhere else. We pray life over Pine Bluff. Um, because we heard that the cases went up. So let's pray live. We speak live and we come back to forces of the enemies that continue to want to bring disease and fest into that area. We pray for the pastors and the leaders that no matter what denomination that they are, that they'll assemble themselves together and that they'll begin to call for a fast in that area that they can defeat the principalities and we come against the principalities of Union County and Washita County. We say you can't run. Uh, we do not give you free course. We plead the blood of Jesus over these counties, over our people, over our city officials, and Lord, you're the one that can turn the hearts of kings. And so now, we speak life. We said that these hearts are beginning to turn for you, that our city officials, our mayors, our polices, our sheriffs, that their heart, that before they leave out, Lord, that they would have an encounter with you, that they will pray to you, Lord, on how to deal with each situation that they encounter. Lord, we thank you for exposing everything. Now, Lord, we ask for a solution. Lord, that you give every state a solution. We know that we have to have police and law enforcement. But, Lord, that everybody have to be held to the same standard, whether we're policemen, firemen, just a regular man. And, Lord, we just speak life over everyone that is here. We speak blessings, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Touch, heal. We pray for Sister Ford. And our husband, Lord, that you strengthen him, O oh God. We just call those things that aren't as though they were, O oh Lord. And we speak healing over him. Yeah. Healing over my uncle, Lord, who had a stroke the other day. We speak life over him now and forevermore. This is our prayer in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.